Those are words from uh, Harvey Cayley of Blessed Memory, which wraps up the video of Kona Shabbat with Natanel Hershtik and the Maccabees. And now I get to introduce the uh, Chief Development Officer at the uh, amazing OHEL organization. That's Robert Katz, who is here this morning at JMAM. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Nachum, otherwise known as the uh, OHEL Children's Home and Family Services. <laughs> Sorry about that. Incor- incorporated. I, I, I gave it the short version. 1969. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, the word OHEL also gets lost. We get we get really uh, not upset, you know. I mean, there are things to get upset about in life. It's a sensitive life. topic. It's, it's a sensitive. But no, I mean, it seems Siegel has, oh, has struck a nerve here. OHEL is like OHEL is a kind of word that in in print right. gets lost. Right. Uh, capital O H E L. Like, what is that? That's that's an OHEL. Right. You know. So that's why we always try to bold all the letters in the four uh, in the four, the four letters of the word OHEL to just give it a little bit more presence. Right. Well, in in um, in uh, defense of Nahum Siegel. Uh, on the announcement for the dinner, it does say OHEL 50th Annual Gala. So it, does, you know, it doesn't have those extra words around the... Uh... Yeah, but it's in caps at least, so it, <laughs> it screams out at you. So I have to say it louder, you're saying. Okay, OHEL. 
Why is it so significant that we opened up today's conversation with Kohan and Shema from the Tunnel Hirschstick and the Maccabees? Because I asked you to do it. Yeah, but what's the significance <laughs> behind it? <laughs> Um, because Nathaniel Hurstick, who is just an unbelievable sweet man and uh, a hugely talented individual and modest, as we know, and uh, came up to Camp Cayley and wanted to give a gift uh, and do something in memory of Harvey and in honor of Gloria, she should live and be well. And um, Nathaniel and the, and the Maccabees came up uh, over the summer and uh, did a video live uh, on um, filmed on on site uh, during camp. And um, it was just such a catchy song and such a happy song, and it made everyone feel so good. And you know, it's it, a fun video. It's a fun video. Uh, over a hundred fifty thousand hits, like, like you said on YouTube, yeah. and 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 just bottom line, they did a great job. It's a lot of fun. It's a really fun video. Check it out, everybody. And as I said, it ends actually with the words of Harvey Cayley of Blessed Memory, because he addressed the camp more than once. He addressed and the, he addressed the OL dinner more than well, once. Well, well, again, you know, over the years, as he lost the ability to walk and use his own legs, and he was in a wheelchair, he made a point of speaking to the crowd at the Ohel Gala and challenging them, right. and made a, a point of speaking to the students, to the campers at Camp Cayley, and telling them to look themselves in the eye and say, I like myself, I'm proud of myself. Look at what I am, look what I've become, look what I can do, and the disabilities that you have really shouldn't stop you from what you're doing. The famous line is, I stood in front of you last year, literally stood in front of you last year on my own two legs. This year, I sit in front of you on a wheelchair. Right. But I'm the same person. I'm the same loving, giving person who believes in humanity, who believes in the good of all people and our ability to do good as a community. No question about it. And his... Um, his um personality his um i'm trying to think of the right word uh, his, uh, his uh i don't want to say countenance that would be a little too much uh but the the uh his presence gravitas his presence even though he's no longer with us is still felt at events oh. like this oh no his presence is felt and his presence will always be felt um you know uh, i mean what what can we do with, without him we we we, we have an annual now uh, Harvey Aloha Shalom and Gloria Cayley Community Impact Award. Right. We're giving it to uh, our good friends at the Apple Bank. Um, Stephen C. Bush is the president and CEO, and his predecessor, Alan Shamoon, was just a huge fan of OHEL and the work. Um, I mean, they got involved because someone put a flyer in front of them about our work with foster care children, and Alan said, what do you mean, they're Jewish foster care children? And this is he was fascinated by it. And that's how they got involved, and 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 um, I think they were recognized a few years back, if I'm not mistaken. Um, at a different kind of event, they right. they always donate the uh, Apple Bank, the the uh, uh, landmark building on seventy uh, sixth, seventy third, and Broadway uptown. We use it for multiple right. events, and we used to have the Big Apple Bash there right. for the young couples on the up for the young singles on the Upper West Side, right. and uh, we've transformed that now to use it for other events. But um, you know, getting back to Harvey, uh, I love Hashalom for a second. Um, the man had incredible presence, uh, and the man had incredible vision. Um, and uh, our CEO David Mandel, you know, worked with him hand in hand, really, uh, to build what, what he's built both at Ohel and up at Camp Cayley. And you know what? Thank God, Gloria and 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 uh, you know her her daughters and um, and her family in Israel. 
Um, there's a Hachnasat Sefer Torah right now in Harvey's memory that David is in Israel for. Wow. David Mendel's in Israel. They're donating another Sefer Torah. So uh, in, in Ramat HaSharon, where the fam- where some of the family lives. So he's there now for that. And it's it's just, you know, there are angels in this world, Nahum. And I think that's why we continue to do what we do. Because um, you never know when you're going to be touched by an angel. You know, as a as someone who's in development or advancement or whatever you want to call it, fundraising for many, many years, you know, we all tell our children, don't chase the butterfly. Don't chase the butterfly because they're so hard to catch. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, your head is turned and the butterfly is there sitting on your left shoulder and you look and you go, hmm. hello, Harvey Kaylee. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there are a few people like that. There are a few people like that, and that makes it all worthwhile. Oh, Hell's 50th Annual Gala. We had an opportunity when David was here to, to speak about the uh, different honorees. The Meridian Capital Group are the guests of honor. Uh, Susan and David Mandel, of course. Uh, David and his wife receiving the Leadership Award. And we mentioned that David's with the organization 24 years, and that in many ways is an aberration these days because... Uh, Sometimes when you're at an organization for about five years, people ask, what's wrong? You're here already five years. Is it time to move on to somewhere else? I saw a statistic that the average millennial by the age of 50 will have 17 jobs. Wow. That based on the I'm current- still working on number two. <laughs> I know. It's like <laughs> between you and David, you're dinosaurs. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? Baruch Hashem. I wish I, I, I'll, I'll admit it. I wish I had some of that, you know. I look at people who are in positions for many, many years. And by the way, 50 years you know, of OHEL celebration, we're honoring, not honoring per se, but part of the program that evening, we'll be recognizing employees who've been with us for 30, 40, 45 years. Right. Um, you know, and, and is it an aberration? Yeah, it's a total aberration. Uh, the, again, that's an unbelievable statistic. The average millennial by age 50 will have had 17 jobs. Unbelievable. The Nussbaums are receiving the Nadiv Lev Award and the Judith Goldberg Ness and Dr. Seth Ness, the Camp Cayley Family of the Year. You mentioned Apple Bank. We should spend a minute or two uh, talking about the big debut for November the 24th at the New York Marriott Marquis, and that's the all-new and creative program. Uh, many people are used to what they normally see at an OHEL dinner, although there have been some changes over the years, and certainly everybody has in their mind what a typical Jewish organizational dinner is like. Why will November 24th at the New York Marriott Marquis be different? The goal of the program is for the person of the marketing group that we hired to present the evening for us to get five phone calls the next two days from Jewish organizations saying, whatever you did for OHEL, we want you to do for us. You think that's going to happen? I think it might. I think it might. Either it's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> and you know what? Why not pay to see a train wreck? That's always fun. Uh, you know, you can say you were Whoa. there. You know, no, I, I don't. It's not going to be a train wreck. It's going to be, um, we, we got our first taste yesterday and um, we saw the opening. And um, Miriam Weiss and myself viewed it together with some uh, key staff members uh, on a Zoom conference call. And we stood up on a Zoom conference call and applauded. Um, really? We stood up and, and applauded, and, and we were crying. Uh, we, we were crying. What was it, five minutes or so? A, a, well, it was, it was a seven-and-a-half-minute so. intro, and, um, but that's the intro to, 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 to suck you into the evening. Right. Uh, we, we were crying, and then I felt like I needed my staff 
just to give them some chizuk, to show them and to remind them why they're doing this and why they're taking the phone calls and why they're writing the ads and why they're running the $360 gifts, um, you know, and, and just to remind them. I brought the staff into my office at about 6.15 last night, and I shut the lights, I pulled down the shades, I put it on the big screen in my office, my, my computer screen, and I walked out. And eight minutes later, I heard clapping in my office. <laughs> and I went back in, and two of the four staff members had tears running down their eyes. Um, the theme of the evening is giant leaps taken, bold steps forward. We've been doing this for 50 years. We want people to know what the next 50 years are going to look like. And we want people to understand that OHEL is not an organization for the last 50 years as much as it's going to need to be a critical organization for the next 50 years, considering what we see happening in the world today. Mm -hmm. Critical, and I mean critical. I mean, you know, um, even if, you know, like you said, you know, you have the ability to sit here for 25 years and do the same thing, and I've had a few positions in my life. You know what? If, if, if I'd love to be a board member of OHEL. I'd absolutely adore being a board member at OHEL and saying that I'm a board member of OHEL. Uh, it's, um, so anyway, the program, yep. the, the, the program is, and we're going to release snippets of the video, I think on social media, just 10, 20 seconds to give people a feel for what it's like. Interesting. Um, we, we, we are, we are not, um, having speeches. <laughs> um, the, that's the, a welcome, uh, I, I mean, Rav, da, Rav David Cohen, uh, you know, who gives the opening benediction, the bracha, the divrei bracha will speak from a lectern for a few moments but other than that other than that imagine steve jobs or now tim cook in front of a 60 foot led screen on stage with nothing but that and ancillary screens and everything that you're showing is just magnified so big and having a steve jobs or a tim cook like personality give an ohel ted talk on stage at the Marriott Marquis, where he weaves in the honorees and the videos on the, on, the, on the honorees, and we weave in a moment where we recognize our clients, and certain clients will appear on stage in a walk of honor to represent all of our clients. And uh, you have the MC storyteller for the evening, a, a gentleman named Brett Culp, who we're going to introduce to the Jewish world that night, you know, instead of maybe, you know, having Moish uh, uh, Hellman, uh, Jay Kestenbaum, uh, 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 Mel Zachter speak from, from a lectern, he's going to go into the audience and he's going to say, hey, hey, everybody, you know, the spotlight will be on Mel and on Brett and, and he will engage Mel in conversation that way. Um, will everybody in the room be able to see that screen? Oh, it's not, I mean, if you, no, it's, it's yes. It's not only the huge 60-foot LED screen right. with two ancillary towers, there are five 30-foot screens around the room. All, all around the room. Um, and it's a complete audio-visual experience that's going to immerse you. We had a problem. We, OHEL has a, has a real problem as an organization that other organizations don't. And that is we do such heavy lifting, we do such difficult work, that we can't, we can't take the ball child and put him in front of you and say, deal with it. Um, you know, how do you do that with, with a family that's broken down? How do you do that with a, a situation so, uh, such as domestic violence? I mean, you can't... All confidentiality oh, oh, I mean, confidentiality and, and just... And, and so the, the producers of the evening said to us, 
we are going to illustrate the invisible for you. And I understand that it's a concept that people can't quite wrap their heads around right now. First of all, illustrating the invisible sounds just very cool mm -hmm. and very interesting and intriguing. And we've chosen an, a TED Talk-like format for that to happen so that people don't focus on the speeches and what this guy has to say or that guy wants to say or that lady wants to, you know, a point that lady wants to make. But instead, the entire story of Ohel will be told in a TED Talk format on stage um, with key players interspersed throughout the evening having roles as part of the, as part of the event. And... Um, we're taking a, I don't think we're taking that much of a risk. Could we sit here five days later and could you be on the air the next morning? You'll be in attendance. And could you say, folks, oh, hell really changed the way Jewish community dinners are run? You might say it. And if you do, that's really what we want it to happen. But, but on a bigger picture, mm -hmm. what we want to happen is for people to say, wow, this is the oh, hell of, of the next 50 years. Giant t leaps taken, bold steps forward. This is great. This is a bold step forward. Well, there you have it. Robert Katz is encouraging everybody not only to support the cause because the honorees are being uh, um, uh, feted that evening and because many of you are familiar with them. Um, that's one of the typical reasons one would attend a dinner. And he's also not asking that you come simply because you're a supporter of OHEL. He wants everyone out there to be there because it's a unique program. This is something different. This is something that's going to shine the light on what OHEL is doing, even uh, those programs that are invisible to us for a variety of reasons, including confidentiality. And on top of that, it will give a perspective of what we could expect from OHEL as we embark now on the next 50 years. So OHEL's 50th gala is happening Sunday, November the 24th at the New York Marriott Marquis. Go to ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or dial 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338. Nine three three eight, and celebrate five decades of service at the historic 50th annual gala of Ohel. You know, this is where the hand of Hashem comes in. You, you can't predict things like this. No. So obviously there's a Jewish media blitz, and, and David Mandel is giving lots of interviews now to the local newspapers. We're becoming much more prominent on social media. Um, and um, we get a phone call from someone who read about Ohel celebrating its 50th gala, and the guy says, you know, I, I never knew when the opportunity was to tell you this, but my first cousin who lives down in Florida might very well have been the first OHEL child. Ah. And we always wondered. You Meaning know, foster care. Foster care. Now, you always wonder, like, who, like, you know, like, what was it like in 1969? Right. Long story short, through our publicity and through our media, we have discovered and we have corroborated and found the first Ohel child. Oh my gosh! Who lived Borough with, Park home? Uh, who 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 lived from the from the Bronx? Right. A young Jewish boy from the Bronx who couldn't live with his parents. I, I'm not sure what the details were, but he ended up living with a wonderful family, ironically named Mandel in Borough Park. Right. Okay, and it turns out that we found him, and we're flying him up for the event, and he's going to participate in some way. But he said to us. Could you do me a favor? He said, in 1969, it was like three or four of us living with that one household with the, with the Mandels in Borough Park. Right. And he said, I had a best friend. It was the first best friend of my life. He was a Jewish best friend. He was 10 years old also. 
and I never knew what happened to him. We went and found and located. He gave us the name. Still around? He's still around. <laughs> one's down in Florida. One's up here in New York. Right. And we're going to reunite the two 10-year-old boys <laughs> from 1969 from the first foster care home. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. So that's Yad Hashem. I think Maish Hamad was in that first home, if I'm not mistaken. I think he had visited, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we're gonna, we're, we look. Certainly we, the first official home all, he was in. We also have to tell the story of the 50 years. Right. And and so rather than the big 500-page journal that, that we're normally put out, you know, we are going tablets and right. uh, on the screens, you know, on tables and all that, of course. And we have an online journal, of course. And the honorees will get beautiful leather-bound journals. Right. But what everyone's going to get that evening is like a commemorative World Series program. <laughs> you know, uh, they're going to get like the 48-page color glossy uh, scorecard in the middle. Scorecard, in the middle. <laughs> and um, now batting number 41. List, list, list of coaches on page 24. Uh, and uh, oh, look who's starting for Philadelphia tomorrow night. Uh, and um, we're going to go. We're going to go through the decades. We're going we're to have the the program uh, color color glossy photos, Miriam. And the staff are doing an amazing job of coming up with and digging through the archives. People are calling us. They have their uh, the first ever Ohel Stucker box. I mean, you know, we're going on eBay looking for Ohel stuff. <laughs> and and it'll be you know photos of all this kind of stuff, like the first Ohel. Uh, um, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, Stucker box uh, is you know we you know we have we have one of those and it'll be very interesting just to to trace as you mentioned Moish right. Helman being there at the first at the first home but you know <clears throat> people say to us okay it's the question as you know now as well okay but where's my money going to right where's my money going to what impact is it making you guys get government support what do you need my money for. And and allow me to answer that question. Sure. All right. Um, Ohel gets government support up to a point. The Jewish community, I believe, should be ecstatic that we get government support sure. because the hours that our people put in getting government support only means that their brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and sons and daughters are getting top-notch help. But even if the government gives us X amount of dollars, they're only going to cover things up until a point. They'll give us a, a Timex, but we need a Rolex. Mm -hmm. We have a foster child, let's say, at Hank. Uh, it's just at BB Brospace Yaakov, at SUNY Oneonta, at Bubaver. I'm picking four places randomly, okay? We have a foster child at each of those locations. First of all, none of the kids know that they're a foster child. We know they are. Okay, school's over. Now what? They've got to go to camp. So New York City writes us a check for one week to send them to the Fresh Air Fund. Right. No, that's not going to work. Not sufficient. Not sufficient. They've got to go to camp Dina, Sternberg, yeah, uh, Mosheva, wherever, right? Who's going to pay for that? Um, if a child is exhibiting extreme psychological difficulties, and we know that there's an expert up at Mount Sinai that they must see, New York City's going to say, take them to the clinic up the block in Borough Park. There's a facility, a uh, a psycho. Mm -hmm. uh, no, no. The child's going to go to the best possible, uh, you know, doctor up at Mount Sinai Medical. Yeshiva tuitions. Yeshiva tuitions. Foster parents can't pay the yeshiva. I mean, they're already they're already angels of God taking in a foster child, and the yeshiva bill comes in, and the yeshiva tuition bills get sent to us, and the twenty eight thousand dollar bill has to be paid by us. I have someone on staff, Rifki Kahan, 
who does nothing, not nothing, but does among other function. things, but who her, her, her main function is to negotiate with the yeshivas, to negotiate down the tuition so that we can take then take something, of, of some kind of somewhat affordable number and say to good people, generous people in the community, please help us pay for this child's yeshiva tuition because the government's not paying for the yeshiva tuition. They're paying for, for, for public school. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, and then what if the child is a special needs child? And what if they're at some of the schools that, that you know that cost $38,000, dollars Here's one. Here's one. I just had a, had a conversation with someone yesterday, and she asked me, you know, tell me, what, what, what are the deficits? And I said, you know what? When you're giving to the dinner this year, I want you to think of the women in our domestic violence program and what happens with them on Pesach. She said, what do you mean? I said, yeah, we get money from the government, of course, to help shelter women and their children fleeing domestic violence. But let me ask you a question. What do you think Ohel does with them on Pesach? She said, I have no idea. I said, do you understand that we find a hotel, the cheapest but nicest, most bechavadig three-star hotel we can find? It could be somewhere possibly, you know, in, in, in Hoboken, New Jersey. I don't know. And we take these women and their children away for three nights. And we bring staff, and we bring a rav, and we bring a mashgiach, and we take them away for three nights to hold sedarim for them and their children. While we're sitting around our seder tables, and they're all checked into the hotel under pseudonyms. Mm -hmm. We make up names for them. Mm -hmm. And the caterer and the mm -hmm. hotel knows exactly who's coming in. Not their names, right. but they know that these are Ohel clients. And so while we're sitting at our, at our seder tables... At some three-star hotel somewhere in the New York City, New York City vicinity, tri-state area, there's a program for 27 people being run by Ohel, with women and children checked in under pseudonyms, so that they can have a Pesach Seder. The government doesn't cover that. Unbelievable! And this is, of course, just scratching the surface. Oh yeah, I mean, that's just. Robert Katz and I remind you that we will be there the night of November the 24th, and we want to see you there. Great honorees, wonderful 50 years to commemorate, and as Robert described, a unique and brand new type of dinner program that you will find fascinating. Contact OHEL and make your reservation by going to the web at ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or dial 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338. Nachum Seeger, it's a pleasure having you here. <laughs> Thank you. It's great to be here. We uh, we love seeing you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Good to be in the Cats Network studios. <laughs> KSN. KSN. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, uh, beautiful, uh, you know, studio as always. I miss the old days. What old days? I miss I miss some of the old days. That's all. Oh, really? That's all I'm saying. I guess I'm the only one who doesn't miss the old days. No, because you live across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Robert Katz, thank you very much. See you at the Ohel Gala. Go, go to the uh, website, call the phone number, and join us on the 24th of November. You are listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>